Mailbag time, bag alert, major bag alert. Oh, bag alert, major bag alert. All right, John, here's how you get in the mailbag. It's very easy. You go to iTunes. You leave us a review in your Apple podcast. Make it five stars. Tell us your favorite bar to hang out at and leave us a question. But that's not the only way to get in the mailbag. Facebook.com, Haber Middlecoff. Go to the page, like it. Then you follow us. We also link area there to leave comments you can really leave comments anywhere but a special mailbag question segment section to leave some comments very easy to use do that as well all right uh don't forget we will be live with our next podcast sunday night around the time that trey lance comes out of the game um during uh the niner charger game we will start the live pod on our youtube channel of course it'll be a podcast as well not just talking about the niners how do the raiders look against the uh the the rams and a variety of other topics from the weekend. Before we go any further, let's tell everybody, we hope that you're having a great, safe weekend, and we know that you love the fact that we're presented by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Mm. Is this a Tito Saturday? Make yourself a cocktail today, if you're listening to this on Saturday, with our great friends, partners, and, I mean, we're just consumers, and we we're, were admirers, we fan, yeah, admi- big time, of, of the cocktails that Tito's makes because you can make them yourself, right? Tito's soda. This week was transfusion week. It might even be a transfusion week next week. Very easy to make. Um, go get yourself a bottle of Tito's at your local grocery store, your local liquor store, your local, uh, wherever you are, just go to get a Tito's and send us a picture too. If you, if yeah. you enjoying your Tito's distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas, 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof crafted to be safer responsibly. Also our DraftKings game this weekend is of course full, the golf game, but Golf will be huge next week, and football is coming up on DraftKings with Haberman and Middlecoff. Yep, download the app, promo code HAM. DraftKings, you go to the app store, you download the app, you use the promo code HAM, and then you can get in our league. We're going to be playing 17 weeks. Fantasy football, DFS, daily fantasy. Oh, yeah, baby. Download the app and uh, claim your first wild card for free, up to $50 million in prizes up for grabs podcast. Also brought to you by upstart.com slash HAM. Yep, you guys need a loan? If you need a loan, up to $50,000, upstart.com slash ham. You're more than just your credit score. We've all been in debt. It happens to the best of us. You don't have to feel overwhelmed. That's where upstart.com slash ham comes in. Again, up to $50,000 to consolidate that debt guy. And RexMD, R-E-X-M-D.com slash ham. Generic Viagra, just two bucks a pill, delivered discreetly to your door. Yep, that's where they come in to help you Get an erection, rexmd.com slash am. Thank you for that very specific. I mean, it's, what, it's just, we're, we're raw and real here, guy. Yep. And we want generic Viagra to help you if you need your help, but you don't have to tell us. Right. You don't have to tell anyone. They're very, privacy is key, right? All right, John, here we go. Mailbag time. First question comes from Jake on iTunes. Five out of five. Best review I can give this, guys, is that I'm a Pats fan with no ties to the Bay Area or the Niners, and I never miss an episode. I originally came over from the Three and Out pod, but this has become my go-to podcast. Love the raw and real takes. Question, does John seem to be so hard on Mac Jones? Every week on the pod, he states that uh, uh, every week on the pod, he states that Mac doesn't have a chance to, and will be average, best case. Don't you think he has the stamp of approval from arguably the best two football coaches of our generation, Saban and Bill? There's a decent chance he might end up being a stub, a stud. Anyway, love the show. Keep it up. Yeah, there is a chance. We're, 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 yeah. we're, you know, we'll see what he looked like on Thursday night, but he could be the starting quarterback of the Patriots, right? No one's claiming to know more football than Saban or Belichick. Now, I do think where we can – Saban, he was never going to be there. Like, he just rose the ranks with guys going pro, right? He was their third-string guy at one point in time. I don't think people had these grand 
illusions of him becoming what he became. I, I would imagine if you asked Nick Saban two years ago, back when he was the third or three years ago, if he was going to be the 15th overall pick, do you think over a cocktail on his lake, he'd tell you, yeah? I don't think Saban didn't feel like really ever intended for him to become their starting quarterback. No. And listen, I, I, if you're listening to this and you're a Pats fan, Belichick's the greatest coach of all time. I fully agree with that. I think it's not a controversial take. Most people do. He's not the greatest evaluator of talent. Like, that's not really what he hangs his hat on. He is an elite. I mean, he went 7-9 last year. I don't think he even gets enough credit to this day. It's crazy. His quarterback couldn't throw. He led the league in opt-outs. Nikhil Harry couldn't catch a cold. Like, it, he went 7-9. and nine. I give John Gruden that team, they might win two games. But, like, as picking players in the draft, I, I do think it's, you know, it's very up for debate, the last, especially the last three or four years. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been receivers. But look, he drafted Jarrett Stidham, and clearly Jarrett Stidham's not about to become the quarterback of the Patriots, right? Um, no. But I also think the, the – the, uh, uh, I think there's a likelihood that Mac Jones starts the most games at quarterback this year for the Patriots. And if he does, I bet he looks solid. And I think Bill's got a chance to be the coach of the year if they win, you know, nine games this year, nine, ten games. Yeah, I actually think he might start week one. Yeah, that's not crazy. Yeah. All right, next up, this question comes from uh, – this is from the Facebook page. This is from Abraham. Hall of Fame question. I'm a huge Niner fan. Would love to attend the Hall ceremony. When do you think the next 49er will be inducted? I live in Vancouver, Washington. My wife's a dirty Seahawks fan. Well, so that sounds like a good time there. Uh, <laughs> and I love watching games at Heathen Brewery. If you're ever in the area, you got to go to Heathen Brewery, you dirty Seahawks fan. You. <laughs> <laughs> The next 49er to go into the Hall of Fame. You ever been to Vancouver? Uh, Vancouver, Washington? Is it? Oh, that's where he's saying. Yeah, Vancouver, he's Washington. Vancouver. Oh, okay. Never been to either Vancouver, though, I guess, to answer the question of you. The Vancouver, Canada, sweet. Never been to Vancouver, Washington. Vancouver, Canada's badass. I recommend it whenever, you know, Corona ends in 2027. But uh, what was he asking? Uh, the next oh. Niner to be the – did it be a Hall of Famer? Navarro Bowman? What, what year did Bowman retire officially? Remember, yeah, we were there that day. You think Navarro Bowman's going to get in? I don't know. Who's Who are their guys? Frank Gore? Patrick, Patrick Willis? Patrick Willis? I would say Patrick. I'd say Navarro Bowman has no chance. I'd say Patrick Willis has a decent chance. I mean, his his highs were pretty high. Like, I, we were talking at the uh, the Josh Dubow, me, you, and Mayoko. If Calvin Johnson, like Calvin Johnson and Patrick Willis have some similarities... Shorter careers, elite. Patrick was in bigger games. Oh, yeah. Bowman basically like played five full NFL seasons. Yeah, to me, Willis probably like a five-time, six-time all-pro, probably like pro bowl basically every year, rookie of the year on some of the best defenses ever. For, again, short period of time ever might be strong, but on really good defenses. Best defense in the league, uh, probably 11 and 12. And then Seattle kind of took that reign, probably 13, but – I actually think his 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 career has a lot of parallels to Calvin Johnson, and if you're going to let Calvin Johnson in, to me, Patrick Willis is probably getting in, right? I don't think you can put the two of them in the same category. I think Calvin was just such an outlier athletically, and he played wide receiver, not athletically, just from a talent standpoint. And he played wide receiver. You just, you know, it doesn't take a very astute football watcher to be like, that's the best wide receiver, or that's the best player in the game when it's a receiver. When it's a linebacker, yeah. it's a little different. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Willis, but I think he was valued as a first team all pro, right? Several times. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying like the casual, like Cal to me, receivers and quarterbacks are kind of in their own category. 
Yeah, it's easier. They have stats that we use, like how many touchdowns. Yeah, it's hard to be like, no one talks like, well, he averaged how many tackles? Like, no one even talks like that. I mean, seven years feels like a short career, but when it's you're a, you're a star linebacker, it's seven straight years of basically playing every week. Like, that's if your whole career just is a prime, which kind of was the case for Willis. Do you have his right? wiki up? Uh, I've got his, uh, his football reference. What's like his all pros and his pro bowls? Uh, that football reference, I don't think, says that. That's why I, you know what's funny is I don't go to football reference. I, Wiki is obviously not as high level as football reference, but it's easier for me to locate. Yeah, I mean, five time first team All Pro. I mean, all right, it's over. Like so again, his his career was short, but his whole career was a prime essentially. How many Pro Bowls? Seven. That feels twice pretty... led the league in tackles. That to me is where I compare. Like, I bet if we look at Calvin Johnson. I will be stunned if Calvin Johnson has five. Now, you're right. The f- receivers, they have t- catches and they have touchdowns. But, for example, Calvin Johnson was a three-time first-team All-Pro. And that, to me, cause I think you'd have to do some, like, really in-depth looking at, like, well, did he get in because another guy dropped out with the Pro Bowls? That's not the case with the All-Pros. No one drops out of an All-Pro. There's not a game, right? You're just named to the team or not. Patrick was two times more first team, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just don't see how Patrick doesn't get in. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's. I guess this was his second or third year eligible. Willis. Yeah. He's been retired for sneaky longer than you think. Huh? Uh, he has, <laughs> yeah. Frank Gore, five years from now maybe. Not first ballot, but. Uh, good question. All right, moving along. Next up, this is from Pipeline Jason. Again, this is from Pipeline Jason. Happy Friday, Haberkoff. As a younger Raider fan myself, I find less and less fans in my age group. How long do you think it'll take for the Bay Area to forget about the Raiders altogether? I'm sure once we're not able to watch as many Vegas games, interest will be lost. Off topic, but I work in construction. And when you guys talk about grinding hard on the pod and blue-collar pod, I have to cringe a little bit. It gives me an office worker complaining about the heat-type vibes. Still love you, though. Don't have a favorite bar as I just turned 21 in the midst of Corona. Gonna just keep slamming my uncle Tito's. Yeah. Okay. I mean, to be fair, as as an explanation, when we talk about blue collar and blue collar pod, it's part that's half tongue in cheek because we're sitting at a desk in, you know, controlled temperatures, kind of drinking like water from the fridge, eight steps from the bathroom when we do it. So it's kind of a joke, but it's also kind of us compared to the other people that over the years do what we do. We think we grind, but so it's all relative, right? It's not a hard. It's pretty lazy industry, not in, in my opinion. Yeah, and it's definitely as white collar as you can be. It's the ultimate white collar business. I'd so say it's kind media. of a joke, but it's kind of us just comparing ourselves to other people. Yeah, yeah. But we we have no illusions of us not. We are not actually manual labor. So thank you for your uh, construction work. You ever pipe manual labor? See, guy? pipeline, Jason. By the way, John, actually, literally lace pipes. Turns I know. Out. How about that? It's it's no joke. You got to be digging. <laughs> Yeah, I, ran I, did, into, I did a summer of, uh, of uh, you know, handyman assistant work. Yeah, to me, it's just as simple as, like, I, I was never good at that stuff. So it's like you wouldn't want me on your construction project. It's just I'm not talented with a hammer or nails or I'm not strong enough to carry the hard, the hard shit. I might crash your, uh, you know, your whatever piece of machinery. Uh, that's not my talent. How about this guy's a young Raider fan? He's, he's, he's worried that all the – it's going to be washed up. I, it's, to me, it's simple. NFL – People all over the place are fans of teams from all over the place. The Niners are going to have a stranglehold as they have had on this area now for the for all of the future. If guys the Raiders, said it, not me. 
if the Raiders are very good, if the Raiders are very good, they'll have fans just like other really good teams around the league have fans. But, um, you know, it's I think so much of sports fandom is generational. Your dad, your parents, your grandma, whatever, pass it down. You go to games together. That's not going to exist here necessarily, but they're not gone, gone. I mean, Vegas is pretty quick flight, so it's kind of in the middle. I also think just the regionality of the games that we get on television, we do get a lot of, before I was locked in on Chiefs, and even I didn't watch that much Raiders before we got involved with them business-wise, they were always on my TV, and I ended up watching a lot of their games, right? The Raiders, the Chiefs, the Broncos, and the Chargers. How many games for the last 20 years of living in Northern California, from Fresno to San Luis? Like, I, I have watched a shitload of AFC West. So yeah. that's is that going away? I don't think so. No. They're going to be not, for a while. Well, think about they're, the 4 o'clock afternoon window. Aren't that many games, mm-hmm. right? Uh, this is from Alfred. This one comes from uh, Facebook. Why do you guys think Hard Knocks grows more relevant every year? With that being said, the Chargers are producing their own version titled All In. The trailer looks amazing. Brandon Staley appears to drop the PR persona and cusses at his staff during his speeches. Check it out. The trailer's only two minutes. My favorite bar is the Lazy Dog in Fresno, California. I did watch that clip, and he's right. Like, it does look cool. He's swearing at his staff? Well, I mean, he's just cussing. He's just, it's like a meeting, you know? He's like, we're going to uh, be the best fucking blah, blah, blah. Uh, he's not like, yeah. Well, I thought he was like, he was like, God damn it, Billy, coach your running backs harder. He was no, like I, ripping into the his coaches. No, no, no. Not what uh, I saw. But he's just being, you know, it actually felt kind of natural, too. I liked it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we did talk about Hard Knocks. I didn't even try to watch episode two. I gave it like 10 minutes, not even, and it was... It's over. Uh, Dak and Zeke is this person's name, allegedly. Guy and John are the goats. He says, Sup, my name is Andres Marquez. I went to Sheldon High School in Sacramento, California. I'm in the class of 2019. My question is, with Aaron Rodgers staying more than one year in Green Bay, where do you see him playing next year? And with Dak injury, do you guys see Nick Foles, Jimmy G, or Mariota being in a Cowboys uniform if things go south with Dak? Thank you, fellas. Keep up the grind. Hashtag ham. Handshake emoji. That must be a John Gruden, um, Sean McVay reference. The uh, handshake emoji. Uh, so first things first, uh, where do you see Rodgers next year? I think he's back Packers. in Green Bay next year. Yeah, Packers. If Dak – now here's the thing. Dak is Gouda, still – Gudikins and him were talking on the field, and one of the – like the ESPN.com guy just took a picture and was like, personnel meeting, question mark? <laughs> is he going That's through the sheet? Like, he should be up today. He should be up. He's down. Aaron's telling Gudikins. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Uh, do you see Foles, Jimmy G, or Mariota being a Cowboys uniform? I mean, no right paying, now, but if – Paying Dak, the guy $40 million. Well, I know, but if he's too hurt to play – um, they got, they have to do something. The problem is Jimmy's the Niners starter. Mariota's hurt. I don't know if he's back yet from that. And Fo- I mean, Foles. I think Foles is closer to being out than in. They're just going <laughs> to need somebody. They can't run the year with Danucci if Dak's I, out. Well, I, I, I did see a headline that he was progressing to be. Yeah, ready McCarthy for week says one. he's right on track. Like, okay. He, well. Someone DM'd me and said I've been saying elbow when it's actually shoulder. Shoulder, yeah. not his elbow. No, I oh, thought it was his shoulder. But, but he touched his arm. I just assumed it was the elbow. I guess the pain's coming down through his arm. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Anthony and NorCal have to give it up for this podcast because John and Guy bring real things, all NFL, share real-life happenings. It's great. I've been listening for many years. They're my favorite people. More importantly, they keep me hooked and entertained. I like to laugh while they talk about neighbors or gym situations. 
Anyway, if you want a great podcast, oh, this one doesn't even have a question. It's just a, sorry, I just spent the whole time reading a compliment. Not sorry. Thanks, Anthony. I appreciate the love, man. Uh, next up from Texas 80. Three and out fan bag alert. I came here from three and out. I really enjoy John, even if he has some wacky takes. They're fun and I enjoy it. Favorite bar to watch? A game at Dax, D-A-Q-S, uh, here in Shreveport, Louisiana. They have great food and show both the Saints and the Cowboys games every Sunday. Being in North Louisiana, not Louisiana, John, it's Louisiana. Being in North Louisiana, there's a lot of fans for both teams. Bad question. If you guys had to get tattoos, would you go with I Heart Trey or I Heart Kyle? Seems like you two are ready to put Trey in the Hall of Fame. But do you worry about him ending up like his all his other college alum Wentz? Great pod, and congrats on the Tito sponsorship. Sincerely, Rob White. Full name on the internet. I would go I Heart Tito's. I would go, I would get, now, how many years would they have to guarantee for you to get Tito's tatted on your ass? Because I would, I mean, not a huge tat, but keep it relatively small. If you could guarantee me like 10, I would think about it. I, I would too. 10 years I, of Tito? I was thinking five. I don't think I would need like, 10 because the beauty for me is, you know, you can just, Manscaped's coming on the podcast in a few weeks, I think, but I can just, you know. Just, you got a hairy ass? You just grow. <laughs> you just, I mean, look at me. So, yeah. um, you know, you could. Uh, well, I think, think about five, this, John, Honestly, three years might. Eh, three years, I feel like it's too risky that they might actually agree to that. So I'll go five. Yeah. Five and think about it, like on your butt. Who actually sees it besides you and like even you don't see it? I know you'd never see it. I actually think the butt would be the go-to area, right? Especially if it was relatively small, just on the butt cheek. Yeah, except there's nothing. No brainer. You can can get on a plane with like a short sleeve shirt and like half of your tattoo is showing underneath. Like, oh, that guy's got a tat. You know, you don't get any of the benefits of a tat. But maybe you don't want, there's some tats you don't want to be seen. Yeah, guy, we're not tat guys, you know? I mean, I think a huge part of the arm thing, you do have to have a little, you know, definition for it to look right. right. When you got flabby yep. arm, unless you're an older guy and you're like, yeah, that guy was probably in a biker gang. Has, has it ever crossed your mind at all? Like, I think I kind of want a tattoo. Briefly. I've been more interested sure. in, a, in a shotgun than a tattoo. No, I mean, not recently, No. I was told very early in, a, in age that it was a no-go. It was kind of scared out of me. And then my body type, it just I, I can't find a good spot. I don't even know what I would get. Like, yeah, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, I don't even know. Middle cough strong. Or I don't, what, what are the <laughs> cheesy shit people do? I don't know. Couldn't do tribal tattoo. It does not work. I'm not Jack. No. I, I would do Tito's for, for a five-year deal probably. Yeah, agreed. Same. Matching Tito. We'd be like Chris uh, Sims and, and uh, Kyle Shanahan. So this actually uh, mailbag question comes from Data Driven Two, which is this guy on tw- this person on Twitter who is just nonstop all about Baker Mayfield, and uh, he linked a Mike Greenberg. Apparently, Greenberg had a big take about I didn't watch it, but in his first three seasons, something something. Well, he's he right. He's won coaches. more games than he's lost, oh, and the Browns are nitpicking like to not pay him. This is this is actually a good line. Baker was drafted by a team that went 1-34 in its previous 35 games, and he's had more wins than losses. He's over 500 in his first three. So uh, our uh, number one fan, Data Driven, who tagged Tito's in the tweet knowing that gets our attention immediately. Like, it's we're suckers uh, that way. We can be bought. Uh, but with just tagged Tito's, and we'll read what you said. Literally, with a tattoo on our butt five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> mailbag. Could either of you say with confidence that Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, or Sam Darnold could have walked through Hugh Jackson, Freddie Kitchen's blunder, and come out the other side intact, let alone a top 12 QB? 
All right, we could debate the top 12 QB thing. But, no, I can't say with confidence that anybody, let it, and I wouldn't have said it about Baker, that anybody could do what Baker's done. If you told me Aaron Rodgers was in Green Bay as a rookie, I don't know that he could have been over 500 through this period of time. It's Paul. remarkable. And I've had to change the way I think about Baker a little bit. Yeah, part of what makes Alex Smith's career so impressive, right, is how he handled going through the, the shit tunnel like Andy Dufresne for all those years. Nolan Singletary. It was incredible that he made it out. Now, just... Andy Dufresne. You, you do need to just... It's hard because I had a preconce- preconceived is the wrong. I just had a take on Baker, and you just have to be open to, to adapt it. I think the ultimate... Where Greenberg... I, I think a lot of people are pushing on why, why Greenberg went on the rant. Because, the like, Tannenbaum and just a lot of NFL people... Peter King wrote it. No one believed, and this is a normal take that I think you, I, and probably most people agree with. Like, I'm not paying Baker $40 million. The pushback is like, hey, guy, are you guys overthinking this? Because, one, if he wins again, they might just be fucking awesome this year, and he might just play like he did last year, yep. and all of a sudden they're 13-4. and four, They're the two seed. They win a playoff game. The Browns won a playoff game back-to-back years. They're good again, and he's just solid. Like, he's not getting cheaper. Right, that's always like the Niners thing. Is you always have to look. For, I think people like me. I look back. I'm like, I don't want to pay him this. Well, if you look forward, you don't hold on to the 35 that long because it'll be 48 before. And you also, know who? Okay, you're not going to pay him. So who's your quarterback going to be? Well, I think the pushback is you just write it out. Right, he's what, going franchise to four. Tags? No, no, you four. This is your four. Yeah. Next year's fifth year option. Right. You just kind of keep going. Right. But that's I'm like, how I would. I understand that, but it's just you still are we going to upgrade? You look at what happens if you think you're going to be good. You're not drafting fifth, so how you getting? Who are you replacing him with? He's risky. That's all we all agree there. Yeah, but it's less of a risk when your coach is Stefanski, when you can run the ball, when you got a good defense. He makes. Do you know what the crazy thing is? Like. He was the number one overall pick. Like his, I think his first contract was like thirty million dollars. He's rich, you know. He's used to the the amount. Like it's not like you know he's fourth round guy. He's just been making eight hundred grand. Like I bet Baker's like first three years he averages like nine million dollars, right? It's, he's playing like this, getting paid a lot yeah. of money now relative to like what you know your second contract is. But you, you kind of you do have a pretty good idea how he'll respond to money. I mean, forty is a lot different than eight or nine, but still like. Eight or nine is not nothing, right? That's a lot of cash. I actually feel pretty good. Like, I know how hard he's going to work. I just don't know how good he is. Where his ceiling is. That's, yeah, that's what I, it's about. I just maybe don't want to... I'm more open to it than I guess I have been in the past. Yeah, okay. Uh, next up, this question comes... Oof. Would you rather have Baker or Dak? Ooh, I mean, my gut is Dak, but... I mean, yeah, me this, too. I would, would, would I have wanted to pay Dak when he just got paid? Yeah, not really. So, same boat, maybe? Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year, you get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at Butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it. Four years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with 
free shipping. Butcher Box is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah. Um, next up, this question comes from someone who, uh, actually, John, I'm going to play some audio here, sent me a pronunciation because I couldn't pronounce it. He's from Brazil. Hey guy, you say it, Guilherme Gassen. Did you get that? What's he talking about? What's his name? Hey guy, you say it, Guilherme Gassen. Guilherme? Guilherme? That's a hard Guilherme. name to say. Yeah. Um, a long mailbag question, so I'm just going to skip ahead to the end, but appreciate, uh, hope to meet you guys for Tito someday. Maybe at the Las Vegas Super Bowl in a couple of years, that's high on my list. Uh, I, I, if you see anybody in your uh, YouTube Apple podcast reports that's watching and listening from Brazil, that would be me. Here's his question. Is it possible that John's guy, Matt Nagy, will end up making up his mind for Justin Fields as QB1 during the next few weeks, but keep it a secret until Sunday Night Football so the Rams' defense can't prepare for the scheme with the rookie quarterback? And if so, how effective would that be? Can I already bet Bears plus seven? Not a bad theory. Sneak attack think- on the Rams. Yeah, I, I think they actually really like Andy Dalton. <laughs> like, I mean, they it's not fake. And I think Andy, I watched some of his press conference yesterday because I wanted to see the interaction. He actually, it wasn't as aggressive as like social media and when you just see read the quote. He was actually I being wouldn't like very, it to be. Yeah. he was very complimentary like about Justin. He likes Justin Fields. I do think they have promised him. And I do think they... I haven't talked to anyone there since OTAs. In OTAs, I know for a fact, though. Like, And they were high on Justin Fields. And anything Lewis Riddick writes about Justin Fields, you know he's getting it from Nagy because that's their boys, too. They love Andy Dalton. And again, because they... Did you get that Did you co- get that from Nagy? I did not. I got oh, it Oh, so when Lewis coach. gets it, it's from Nagy. But when you get it, it's not from Nagy? Seems unfair. No, no, no. Well, I'm just how, how do you know Lewis Lu- isn't tied in with the McCaskies? Well, he could be. I'm just saying, Lewis just talks about Justin Fields. My point is, they like Justin Fields a lot. But I think, like Kyle with Jimmy, because they're coaches, I don't, I don't look at football like coaches. 
they get very, very confident when it's like, he knows the play call. He can tell our slot receiver he's two inches too far. Like, they get addicted to that shit where sure. people like me, you, hell, the G- Gudekin, we don't even notice. We're like, what? oh, my God, who cares? They're like, you see, he told him that break was a, a yard and a half too far. It's like, oh, my God. I, Justin Fields, just let it rip, you know? But the coaches get addicted to that crap. He knows the play calls. I love the theory that you're sneak attacking the Rams. Uh, I don't love them plus seven Bears, but. That would be pretty nuts if all of a sudden Justin Fields runs out. (laughs) I'm Uh, not expecting it. Next up, this is from Fred Mitch Darfer. That could be a full name on the internet, but I'm not positive. I found this from three and out. Good job, Middlecoff. And I'm now a regular listener. They play off each other great. Entertain, provide great insight. Keep up the great work. Question for the mailbag. As John said before, I think what's going on with Dak should be a concern for Dallas. I hate to see guys get hurt, but I'm an Eagles fan. We're going to be horrible this year, so I'm always happy to see Dallas struggle. That being said, given the state of the NFC East, if Dak's going to miss a significant amount of time, could you see Jerry making a win-now move for Garoppolo, assuming he could get Garoppolo to restructure his deal or shift some money around? I've been really high on Lance since last year. I hope the Eagles would move up to get him. They didn't. From what you both have said, he looks potentially really special, and I'm with the school of thought that he'll learn by playing than watching. Dallas has all their picks, which would help the Niners recoup part of what they used to trade Lance. This depends on what's going on with Dak, but assuming it's bad, which I'm hoping it is, I added that, this would seem like a win for both teams. You know, I actually think it makes sense on two if you two things happen. Dak is determined to be out for a long time. And I you are. Jimmy to, yeah. And you get Jimmy to take a pay cut because you're paying so much money. Would it be a record, 65 million, two quarterbacks? I mean, <laughs> maybe they wouldn't I, need to make Jimmy get Jimmy to take a pay cut because there is something to be said for Jerry's desperation. And if you're Jimmy... Doesn't have the you, room, probably though. I would imagine the Cowboys don't have. Yeah, space. I don't. But if you're Jimmy, you would go. If if let's say now we are at a position where we don't think it's not it's not trending towards Trey Lance being the Niners' Week One quarterback. But if somehow that happened and the Niners said Jimmy take a pay cut be our backup and the Cowboys were like no take a pay cut be our starter you would go be the Cowboys starter. Yes, you would. Would you do that for the Texans? If I were Jimmy, pay uh, cut Texans. <laughs> I don't think you so. Want that stink, you want that stink on I'd you? I'd be pay cut, Niners, watch what a great team that I am, and you know, be ready in yeah. case I need to play this year, which is definitely possible, and then reevaluate things when other teams need a quarterback. I can't imagine many people facilitating pay cuts to go to the Texans. Not a soul. <laughs> no, not one. Uh, and finally, uh, from Lorson on um, uh, Facebook. Oh, this is a person that asked, pick a non-quarterback. This is a fun game. Pick a non-quarterback from the NFC West. I don't know if it's just every week Lorson will come with a different division from the NFC North. Pick a non quarterback from each team. Packers, Devante lions, Ragnow, Vikings, Harrison Smith bears, Khalil Mack, or are you picking somebody else? Kind of a depressing division for non quarterbacks. Yeah, I'd go Devante. I probably go Roquan Smith over Khalil. How about Justin Jefferson? I'd go Justin Jefferson. I like that. That's a good one. Or the Lions. I'd I'd have to Google the Lions. Can I just take like Deuce Daly as my running back coach? That's what I'd probably do. I take Deuce. How about uh, not as a player, but just on my staff? Amon Ross, St. Brown. Oh, Panay Sewell. Are we sure? I mean, we'll see. No, I'm just you got to pick somebody. Jeff Akuda. Who do you want? Yeah, I I, Panay Sewell. You're right. That's probably a smart move. Ragnow. Barry Sanders. Calvin, 
It's pretty nuts that, I mean, those guys both retired at 30 years old. Like, that's kind of when you just ask a random Lions fan. They are really – that sucks. I mean, it's – say what you want about Dan Campbell. That's not – I mean, that job is – at least, like, the Raiders, when they were really shitty, have a history. I mean, it's the Lions. That's – it's got to be one of the worst jobs in sports. Now, it's still the NFL, and you're, you're still playing the Bears and the Packers and the Vikings. Like, it's still – it's a pretty sweet division, right? Historically. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Those three teams? Yeah. Well, but what, what elevates it, too, is that, like, they're the worst team in sports that get shoved down our throat because we've been watching them every Thanksgiving our entire lives. Yeah, like, they get a day Nobody else would get a day. No other bad team gets, like, that much love. That it, They don't even bring anything. It's not like they're the Cowboys and they're bad. At least it's the Cowboys. It's like they're the Lions. Nobody well, wants like to watch ju- them. It's like Justin Tuck's face. Their own fans don't want to watch them. It's Justin Tuck's face mask. Remember, there were, like, two guys in the league that had the old face mask. They were grandfathered, grandfathered in. They were in. just grandfathered in Thanksgiving. How are they? Well, how, I don't know. You just get, They got it. They just, you know, Henry Ford did a deal back in, like, the 70s, and he said you can never change it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense because – the one thing we know about the NFL, wouldn't they just rotate teams for that spot? It's like I mean, it's someone in the league office is like, we'll put a game on, but we'll do it in a way that like will force people to spend time with their family on Thanksgiving because they're not going to watch four quarters of this team. Now, I get they're one of the biggest brands, but the Cowboys feel kind of grandfathered into that day too. Yeah, but they're the right? Cowboys. Oh, I know. But it's, do we always want to watch the Cowboys? Like, there's no, some years you're like, oh. but they're the Cowboys. I get it. It shows you how boring they were. We both turned it off. I'll tell you this. If it's Dak, no, if it's not Dak, no th- it's unwatchable this year for they them. have played a lot against each other i feel like the lions play the cowboys like every couple years like they just match those two teams up and now at least you had stafford now it's like what are they gonna do can we flex on that right now are are they playing who do you think is playing that weekend lions cowboys i think they might play each other that would be ideal just kind of uh, knock it out. 11 no do you, do you know who they uh 11 25 you know who they, the cowboys play on thanksgiving the Niners? The Raiders. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good day, Thanksgiving Day. Bills, Saints, Bears, Lions. Yeah, like, is Bears, Lions the morning? Yeah, like it's... it's. They just get the morning slot, guy. They just get the morning slot. Outside of four years in the 40s, presumably for the war, the NFL has had a Thanksgiving game every year since 1920, and the Lions have been a part of it since 1934. Yeah. Ford F-150 is number one selling truck in America. Don't want to go around just uh, breaking traditions, I guess. No. Bill Saints has the potential to be really good or not. Could be awful. But Raiders-Cowboys actually is, hell yeah. That's a a good day, Thanksgiving day. All right, CBS. Here we go. I'm in. Oh, Raiders-Cowboys with Romo. Nance Romo. Yeah. In Dallas. Obviously. Pretty good. No complaints. All right, everybody. Great mailbag. Don't forget, we'll be back Sunday night live on the tube. Um, share it with your friends. We always appreciate it. Get in the mailbag next time. And uh, use a full name on the internet if you're willing. Adios, uh, Tom the Pipe Slayer. Jason the Pipe Slayer. Pipe Land Jason. Pipe Slayer. <laughs> Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.